The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m. And as always, I greatly welcome your live telephone calls. Historically, When New Yorkers are not happy with their government, they give the mayor an earful. New Yorkers have even been known to tell the mayor where he can go. But Mayor Eric Adams says, I don't think so. Dressing down, berating an 84-year-old woman, comparing her to a plantation owner. Last time I checked, Mayor Adams, You wanted the job, and this comes with the turf. This is my podcast. Let's go. Mr. Mayor, talk about picking the wrong person to tee off on. Boy, oh boy. Maybe the mayor was having a bad day, but the bottom line is you wanted this job, Mr. Mayor. You campaigned and fought hard to get elected, and you have to take the good with the bad, as historically some New Yorkers have even been known to give the mayor a one-finger salute. Mayor Adams compared Jeannie Dubnow, an 84-year-old elderly woman, to a plantation owner, at a town hall meeting in Washington Heights. Let's all say it at one time. Mr. Mayor, can you say apologize? The woman, a New York City resident, a German native who fled from the Nazis with her parents and landed in the United States during the Second World War, is a longtime tenant rights advocate. She says she attended the community conversation at a school because she thought residents would be allowed to voice their opinion on the Rent Guidelines Board increasing the monthly payments for 1 million rent-stabilized apartments in New York City. The 84-year-old then decided to speak up, she says, to hold the mayor accountable for the decision, pointing her finger at the mayor several times, but she was at least 50 feet away from his honor and couldn't do him any harm. In fairness to her, she didn't have a microphone, so she had to speak loudly so that everyone could hear what she was saying. Okay, first, if you're going to ask a question, don't point at me and don't be disrespectful to me. I'm the mayor of this city and treat me with the respect I would I deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. Give me the respect I deserve and engage in a conversation up here in Washington Heights. 
treat me with the same level of respect I treat you. So don't be pointing at me. Don't be disrespectful to me. Speak with me as an adult because I'm a grown man. I walked into this room as a grown man, and I'm going to walk out of this room as a grown man. I answered your question. My God, talk about the wrong person to tee off on. Her family fled the Nazis. The mayor insisted at a town hall meeting where he compared the 84-year-old woman to a plantation owner that he has no control over the Rent Guidelines Board, which recently approved increases of up to 6% on two-year leases. But he does appoint some of the board members, so the mayor does have sway over what they do. Come on, Mr. Mayor. Adams has since doubled down on his criticism of the 84-year-old woman, and she now claims Adams only compared her to a plantation owner to deflect responsibility. She spoke to WABC Radio to our Elena Powell. Well, basically, I was asking, I was, it, it wasn't really a question. It was basically informing him that he was an enemy of tenants in, in New York City because of the horrible rent increases that the Rent Guidelines Board passed, which is in the Rent Guidelines Board, we all know, is directed by the mayor. Not only does he appoint the members, but he also has direct influence on them. And he had said it before they made their decision that he was in favor of rent increases. And then afterwards, he, was, he thought it was a great decision that they had made. So basically, it was not a question. It was a statement. And the meeting was totally uh, uh, controlled by the administration. We were sitting at tables. We were not allowed to ask questions. I just stood up and made that statement because I, I could see that at our table, there was somebody, and at each table that we had, there was somebody from the administration who was going to be empowered to make this question. What did you think of his response? Oh, it was just a deflection. It was an attempt to, you know, he could, he had no answer. So he just used that to deflect. That's all. Would you say you would want an apology from him? I don't care about that. I want him to change. Well, he won't because he's paid for by real estate. So he's not going to change his policies. He got millions of dollars for his campaign from real estate. You know that. And he's been extremely friendly to real estate the whole time. So he's not going to change. I, I don't care about apologies. I mean, the main thing is we need a different mayor. We need to get rid of this guy. Mr. Mayor, you stepped in it. As some of you said to me, this is Tony from New Jersey. You know, Dominic, here's what I would have liked to see if I asked that question of the mayor. Right. And and putting all pointing hands aside, nobody likes that. I don't like that. But here's what I would have liked to see if I went there. And I had a question for the mayor. Even if I did something off, he could have said in a nice, jovial way, you know, uh, I feel like I'm in school now with the pointing or something a little less intense. He's very intense sometimes. But what I really wanted to know was why are the rents? Why? Why is the disparity in the rent? And so he didn't answer that question, Dominic. And that's where I fault him because I feel he used that statement and he didn't answer the question and he didn't answer the woman. And not only was she a woman who was the least likely to look like a plantation owner, she was elderly. And we in this country, we 
like to, in all countries, we like to reverence the elderly. We know they have a thing with their hands. We all got slapped by those hands. So my thing is, just answer the question, you know, let her know what the answer is. He did a filibuster, and he, he did the race card, Dominic. He did it. I I, I, I I hear you, Tony, and uh, I certainly would have handled it differently. But again, I, I said I was going to be uh, honest with you folks uh, on this issue. And every every black man of color, myself included, has felt at times, don't talk down to me. I'm not your little boy. And, you know, I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not in politics. I'm not in politics. And when you're the mayor of New York, you've got to deal with these things. And thank you for the call, Tony. I, I, I really feel for the elderly woman this morning because the mayor basically called her a racist. And I'm sure she doesn't feel too good about that right now. And it's a for an 84-year-old woman who escaped, flee the, the Nazis, and, and she's trying to stand up and fight on the issue of affordable housing and the leader of the city. Yes, she did point. She did yell a little bit, but she was across the room. She's no threat to the mayor. The mayor has with him at all times four heavily armed, at least three heavily armed police officers. If anyone gets too close to the mayor of New York City, good luck with that. These men and women, and it's often men and women, are heavily armed, and you're not going to get that close to the mayor to have the opportunity to do something. They have an entire unit of the police department, which is called the Intelligence Division, and they are the ones that are, that are assigned to protect the mayor of New York City 24 hours a day, and they are very good at their job. So she was not a threat to him, but he was just not having it. The mayor was not having it. Switching gears, there is still the urban violence sweeping America. It makes me sick to my stomach. Locator, Chicago, yet again. Teenagers went to the Lakeview community in Chicago, stomping on car rooftops and windshields. This is how it was described on WGN-TV in Chicago, Channel 9. Last night, the city saw its latest teen takeover, this time in Lakeview. Yeah, a mob of teens filled the streets, climbing onto cars, damaging the vehicles and businesses in the neighborhood. WGN's Kelly Davis has more. People tell me hundreds of teens poured off the L here at the Belmont Red Line stop. They swarmed the streets and caused chaos throughout the neighborhood. This is the scene that unfolded just after 10 o'clock last night. Hundreds of teens took to the streets, shutting down Belmont for hours. There was no celebration yesterday. It was just pure chaos. Rowdy Hashish is the manager of the Slice Shop. The restaurant just steps from the Belmont Red Line stop was surrounded. He shared this video he took from inside the store of teens dancing on cars and drinking in the streets. Right away we decided to close both uh, the store and the restaurant and we just we stayed all night watching making sure nobody broke in or you know nobody vandalized our business. CPD officers worked to control the crowd and move them out of the area, but the teens left behind a path of destruction. People were horrified by the extent of the damage this morning. Shoe prints on cars, hoods dented, windshields broken. 
It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Grace Rowan said she even heard gunshots and was too scared to leave her apartment. It has been very chaotic and as somebody who's lived in Lakeview for Honestly, the past three years, it's very scary to see how things have changed over time. People are hoping the city steps up to prevent this from happening again. It bears repeating, prevent this from happening again. It really is so sad and no one is doing anything to put these kids on the right path. Not mommy and general daddy is nowhere to be found, as was the case with my own father and the elected officials and the new mayor in Chicago. Useless. I want to close on a positive note. I like the music of Beyonce and I am a fan of the music of her husband, Jay-Z. Looking at Instagram, I saw Jay-Z state something that is exactly the way I feel with this podcast and the Dominic Carter radio show on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Jay-Z says he is not in this to be number two. I'm damn sure not in this to be in the top 10 radio stations of all of New York, because of you folks, we are consistently in our time period, number one or number two. Listen to Jay-Z here. Well, I'm supposed to be here to be second best, right? I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. you never seen it like that. Yeah. I'm not doing this for that. You know, and if other people are cool with settling or not putting themselves in that light, that's their personal preference. That's yeah. their personal preference. Yeah. If you don't want to be in that light, that's fine. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have an opinion on what you want to do. If you want to be second, that's cool. <laughs> so don't have an opinion on me wanting to be John Michel or Shakespeare. People got to realize that put a lot of my life into what I'm doing right now. I didn't just have a hit record and get lucky. I put a lot of my life into it. So yeah. the things that come out of it is not due to this, like, just you know, bravado and arrogance. I have confidence because of the work I put in. I put in so much. I put in so much work. Yeah. I could not have said it better, Jay-Z. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you folks for joining us. If you are interested in my remarkable book on my life titled No Mama's Boy, or even the Dominic Carter bobblehead doll, go to my website, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. DominicCarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter Merchant dice at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more go to wabcradiostore.com also follow me on YouTube where you will see videos from me about the podcast and the radio show that's youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter Dominic Carter Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.